Good evening, New Shows One Michiana. This is Sylvia. This is a special podcast featuring a bully inclusive school script that just came out recently with Elkhart Community Schools. And so, <clears throat> it's a tough one. So, hope you get a chance to listen to the thoughts as well as get a chance to head over to WDU and look over the 50 page, 50 page lawsuit of detailed information that's happened to this local 7th grader this year. Take care. Elkhart Community Schools responds to a lawsuit filed against them for the death of 12-year-old Rhea Allred. Rhea took her own life back in March after claims she was bullied multiple times at Northside Middle School. Our own Monica Murphy has been following this story since the beginning. She joins us now live in the newsroom with the latest details. Monica. Well, here's the 50-page document. The corporation did deny many allegations in this lawsuit, but they did uh, say, they did admit to some things, which is great. They said some of the alleged harassment was not reported to district administrators. The corporation did say that Rio's mother, Nicole Ball, did report incidences of a child smacking Rio and pushing her out of her chair. They also admitted that Rio sent an email to the school counselor after a student called her names and tripped her on the stairs. And they admitted that an employee witnessed this name calling firsthand. And probably the most shocking detail in this complaint is when Elkhart Community Schools admitted that Rio's parents expressed concerns about ongoing bullying, even meeting with school administrators right before her death. The school district is being sued for wrongful death, violating Title IX, and violating the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment of the Constitution. And as we've been reporting, school districts are required to report bullying incidences. It is state law. This is a story we have been following very closely. If you guys would like to read this 50-page document, we will have it online. Guys, back to you. All right, Monica Murphy, reporting live tonight from the newsroom. Monica, appreciate that update. is a little discussion about the lawsuit happened at Elkhart Community Schools and death of a 12-year-old, Rio. You hear in the first part of the lawsuit, or in the special exclusive, that Elkhart Community Schools denied many allegation lawsuit and says some of the alleged harassment was not reported to district administrators. But here's where they admitted. They admitted that Rio's mother did report it says a student smacking Rio and pushing her out of her chair. They admitted that Rio sent an email to a school counselor after a student called her names and tripped on the stairs and there was a ploy witness. So that's three things right there that got admitted. And so they also they did meet Rio's parents before she died. So there's a lot of controversy going on here. Either A, you deny my allegations, but you're going to admit that stuff happened. Something is really backwards here with this. And so what are the bullying protocols? She's not the only one that got bullied in Alcremia schools. There were several people that came forward that got bullied throughout the years. There was several young people who passed away with my school due to bullying of some sort. And so it has been something that's 
it's been brought to attention all the time that there's bullying happening within the schools. But there, as I'm looking through the 50-page lawsuit, which you will be able to look fully on WNDE website, they have a lot of good stuff that's happened about her. They describe who she was, who Rio was. Rio was a bright girl. She had so, so much going for her. And so, there's a, this 50 page just to sit down and figure out what happened. There's a lot that's going on here. So, they're getting sued for a lot of things that they're saying did not happen. And so, the defendants are denying some of the allegations that have occurred. But you're going to admit that she did talk to you. The counselor knew, a teacher knew, but nothing was done. So how long was this bullying going on? Did it happen before she went to Northside? Rio was described as a smart, funny, creative, happy girl who loved reading, drawing sketches, music, and in school. And she had a little sister who she loved. It's so... We also know that as posted, she had a beautiful smile and freshest laugh and incredible sense of humor and kind heart and brought happiness to those around her with uplifting attitude. And she was a bright light in her classes, but at the same time, she was hurting. She loved spending time with her best friend. There was the local media outlets, as I could describe Brio. And she was described the light. She was the light to everybody who she ever met. She was funny. She was sarcastic and very witty. She's also described as being beautiful and loving, caring, smart, sarcastic, charmantic, young. Yet she was wise beyond her years. At 12 years old, she had a bright future for her. I don't know her, but looking over the 50 page document lawsuit, there's a lot of positive stuff about her in here. She loved her family. Rio loved art, reading, band, camping, kayaking, playing video games. There was other stuff mentioned in here that I'm not going to talk about, but you can read the lawsuit and figure out what's going on here. And so she was she confided in her best friend and her parents and her closest friends. So she was, there was a lot. So this 50-page lawsuit has a lot going on. And so she had alopecia, which people made fun of her for. So there was a room. This for the page document had a lot of stuff in there, and so you're talking in a year, a time, from the time she was diagnosed with alopecia. A year later. She took her life, so there's a whole year. Of issues that have happened, that was kept quiet. That no one talked about, although they did talk about them. She displayed 
incredible bravery and strength for a 12-year-old girl. And so, in 2021, after months of virtual learning, the schools finally opened in-person instruction. They eliminated the hybrid model and returned to full in-person program, which they did. And so there's so much. There's so much in this document. I'm only at number 22, and it's 50 pages. And so this time, the middle school, they were being very cruel to her. This is all in the lawsuit, 50 page lawsuit that I'm getting information from. So there is a lot. She got called names, such as Mr. Clean. Then a very nice thing to say. They called her, she was called Caillou. I mean, there were some other names that she got called, which made it tough for her. And these are all in lawsuit. Naked Mole Rat, Bug-Eyed Alien. There was so much that she was targeted by a Pacific female, and she's female had relentless verbal and physical psychological abuse. She was taunted and recruited Rio regularly, and so in August of twenty twenty one, this particular student ripped the wig off of Rio's head in front of the class. When a teacher saw this, what did the teacher do? And so, beginning of the year, it was reported that the north side, a student, a teacher, said student, ripped off Rio's wig. Defendants are without knowledge or information significant to form a brief regarding the truth of the remaining allegation in paragraph 5 of the complaint and therefore deny the same. So, you ever get a chance to read this 50-page document at WNDU? There's a lot in there. There's a lot. I'm at number 29. This is page 10. And so, therefore, we know that Rio's wig was ripped off. They denied that, too. There were several of that. And so, later on, September... She was kicked out of her chair and choked. Everything looks like everything was denied. And so they missed stuff. And so all these allegations is denied, denied, denied. This is page 12. There are still 38 more pages to go of what's happened. And so you have... They are calling teachers out and they're... Naming their names and saying what's happened. They got their names, what the teacher said, but these they're still denying it. And so there is a lot of... It's like they go date by date of what has occurred, so they document everything that's documented. And so you have to really go engage with WNDU and read the document to get more insight of what's happening here. And so there was, oh, 
my goodness. So eventually, Rio's mother had enough and just could not send to Rio to school every day. Knowing that she's putting certain hostile, cruel, fighting, frightening, and dangerous environment while the district police stood there and let it happen. She requested a meeting with the school personnel to discuss the situation. On or about March 2nd, 2022, Nikki, Rio, real sister, met with the school counselor and a social worker, which they admitted to. Rio said that she was being bullied and named four to five students who were the worst offenders. Among the students she identified was such and such. And the counselor spoke to that student. But it w- the person was not a bad kid. There's a lot. This is only page 17. This could be a long time talking about this lawsuit filed by Elkhart Community Schools. So we have a lot. And so this is the principal. Was claimed that she was unaware that Rio was being bullied until after she died. When she was informed of the meeting on March 2nd. There's a lot. I could be here all day talking about this lawsuit. And so they have really, really, the local media broke the heartbreaking story. And other students came forward to share the personal experiences with bullying on the school system. So she was not the only one. There was quite a few people that came out and said they're being bullied because one, one legacy of Rio, she was a bright girl with a smart future. And everyone rallied around her. Oh my goodness. All these denied. And so, oh, they admitted eight days after Rio took her own life on March 2nd. The district's board had a public meeting. According to the published summary of that meeting, the board heard seven audience members voice concerns of student bullying around the district and the lack of action from administration to effectively, effectively address complaints of bullying. Some of the meetings, it didn't seem like they were just careless. They didn't care that people were saying what they wanted. I'm in one meeting where... One of the board members told the people they could not talk at the meeting. But that's not right. But you could. So there was a lot of heated, a lot of craziness went on at these board meetings. They went on for quite a while until they got the voice heard. And they spoke. These parents, they went all out. And it was very cold. So you have some stuff that they admitted. And so... Just to insight, you do have to go on to WNDU.com and look through the 50-page document of everything that's happened on the lawsuit for Elkhart Community Schools. Everything that they admitted to, they have denied, is there. And with it being 50 pages, it's going to take a while. Just to go through and figure out what's going on here. See, the sexual harassment. This is what sexual harassment. The gender policy describes sexual harassment as to include a conduct on the basis of sex, including without limitation, gender, sexual orientation, and or gender identity. Occurring in the school system, education program activity. 
if it meets one or more criteria listed. It then gives examples of prohibited behavior, which includes sexually suggestive remarks or jokes, verbal harassment or abuse, displaying or distributing, distributing sexual selective pictures in any form, harassing or sexually seductive or offensive messages written or electronic, and teasing or name-calling related to sexual characteristics or the belief or perception. Individual and not um, forming to expected gender roles or conduct. There is a lot going on in there. And, uh, this is page 27. I'm looking at the lawsuit as I'm talking here. And there is a lot. You cannot sit there and... I mean, they have... They really did their homework on this. They documented everything that's happened. The parents did a good job documenting everything that Rio said. They documented the date, the time, who they met with, who they talked to, what they talked about. And a lot of it, they admitted some stuff. They denied some things. And so... So there was a lot... And so, there, oh my goodness. So you can see in the lawsuit, this is page 31, where they admitted stuff and they denied stuff. They admitted, then they denied. And then they conducted some bullying stuff, and they found out that their bullying practices align with what the school district does. Okay. 33. And so... Someone said they failed to follow district sexual harassment and bullying policies and failed to properly train district personnel on compliance with those bullies. And they denied that. We're at page 34. This is a 50-page lawsuit. My goodness. And so there is... And so our schools is underwater... They're going to have to figure it out because they have admitted and denied everything. You can't say one minute you deny your alleged allegations and then a few seconds later in the same lawsuit saying, yes, this such and such happened. I knew about it, but nothing was done. And so they're kind of contradicting themselves. Okay. So, and so at, at the relevant times, some of the students who harassed Rio were put under dis- discipline authority of the district. They denied that. They denied that employees had, after knowledge that Rio was being harassed, discriminated against the school property during school hours. But they did admit there was some admitting that this did occur during school grounds, but it got denied. There's a lot. And so, if you want to take a look over there, head over to WNDU, and you can chime in on the article entitled, Elkhart Community School Sponsor Rio's Efforts Lawsuit. That is a whole article, specifically in WNDU, that where they break down 
the 50-page document of everything that has occurred in that year span from March 2021 to March of 2022. Monica Murphy has also done inclusive where she written down the allegations of what the school admitted to and what they said did not happen. But reading that 50-page document, you will see there's so much in there that it will take a whole a while to literally describe everything. Whew. Well, this is a tough topic to sit there and discuss. Real family needs all of the support they can get. Any type of support that they can get. Whether it's supporting them by uh, attending some of the lawsuits or the meetings, whatever it may be. And so that some of the comments on the article, the probably response for the school to do would give them a check. But it appears the school's not going to do that. And so somebody says they should admit they're wrong on this, that they're going to prove in every direction. So there was proof. And so there's a lot that needs to... This is one of them. Articles that takes a lot of time. What we do know is that you had a bright girl who had a bright future of her who took her own life because some teenagers, teachers she talked to knew she was getting bullied and nothing was done about it. That is predominantly the whole synopsis of what's happening. If you get the opportunity, I urge you head over to WNDU and look at the 50-page lawsuit filed against Elkhart Community Schools. And you can see the remarkable young lady that Rhea was and the harassment, the teasing, bullying that she adored her whole few short years. There's a lot there. Okay. We can do better. The school needs to do better. And I um, hope that the family gets all that they can from the lawsuit. They have, like I said, they have documented the time, the dates of who they talked, what has happened. And you will see in the lawsuit the alleged allegations and whether they admitted or denied what has happened. This is quite a long, lengthy recording. Because it's a bully inclusive about Alcatraz Community Schools. Take care.
exclusive broadcast of a incident regarding Elkhart Community Schools. If you happen to be out and about today, tonight, be stay be safe. 
Be safe, stay warm, and have a wonderful night. Take care.